If you tour Doha, the capital of Qatar, well, the men's football world cup is all around. While there is a FIFA installation, literally, yes, literally every few meters. Flags and soccer balls line the pavements and the streets shine bright with Qatar 2022 branded lights. This is Ruskas, I'm Ruz Aliabadi. Let's get started, folks. Well, this massive, yes, I mean massive $220 billion budget is undoubtedly there. If you're in Doha, you are seeing it. As in any wealthy golf nations, visitors won't see any penny pinching at all. Well, it's almost as if there is natural gas rich country of just over 3 million people decided over the decade ago to host the tournaments in order to, well, really show off. Well, but there's one thing missing, and that's people, people. <laughs> that's people, people, yeah, that makes sense. So why? Well, of the 1.5 to 2 million expected international visitors, well, less than half of them actually showed up so far and were, what, week two of the tournament? Well, more than half into, halfway into the tournament, and that's not a good sign. And almost all of them are not just tourists, just spectators. Well, this lack of tourists, well, the Qatar's downer attitude towards what fans usually do when they're not watching the games, you know what I'm talking about, right? Has offset the expectations of the migrant workers from Southeast Asia, who, in a way, make up more than half of the country's populations compared to less than 15% of Qatari nationals. Cab drivers, in fact, in Doha are saying that the visitors are not just interested in touring because even in late November, it's actually too hot during the day and uh, there are hardly any bars serving booze. Well, Doha kind of, in a way, feels like it's on a siesta until at least mid-afternoon. The streets, restaurants, and in a way, fan grounds are empty. Well, even after Saudi Arabia's historic victory over Argentina just, just past week, at the biggest stadium with a capacity of 88,000 people, Barely any people were hanging out near this Lucille Boulevard, a two-mile-long, in a way, fan zone. World Cup, by the way, and the World Cup enthusiasts uh, prefer to gather at air-conditioned metro stations than look fancier than most airports, by the way. And if you haven't seen Qatar Airport in Doha, you gotta check it out. It is a museum. With some trolling to defeated Argentines by chanting, where is Messi, where is Messi? But at night, though, the city of Doha comes alive. And that's when migrant workers kind of cash in. While wow. taxi drivers are charging double the prices, higher rates for picking up and dropping off at stadiums. And the same goes, by the way, for food and drinks. In fact, small eateries near World Cup venues start filling in right after the final whistle. And very soon, you have to wait over an hour. Yeah, over an hour for a table. And once you're seated, everything is overpriced. It's not just a $14 beer, even bottled water and light snacks cost more than four times their usual prices at the local supermarket. But folks, none of this matters because Qatar is really hosting a big party for wealthy Arabs. Most of them have flown from neighboring countries to experience just once in a lifetime event. Dressed in team colors, 
complete, uh, in a way, colors com uh, complete with face paints, in a way, drums and other strags, uh, the energy of the rich Arabs can perhaps outdo any Western countries. Since money is no object, yep, you heard me right, money is no object, post-match celebrations go on well into the, in a way, very late hours until the morning. By the way, for them, it's, exper it's the experience of a lifetime with two major players missing, the West and women, of course. Well, that's it for today. See you next time.